Thank you for listening to Bishop Chronicles. Bishop Chronicles is a podcast on stoic resilience and the art of not quitting. Now, here is your host, Adisa the Bishop. Peace. It's time to holler at a scholar, Adisa Banjoko. Bishop Chronicles in the building. Um, grateful to have you. Grateful to all my listeners. Grateful to all of those that follow me on TikTok and IG at Bishop Chronicles. Grateful for all those that are downloading, passing it on to the homies, etc. It means a lot to me and Mike, and it's growing. Um, really quickly, this is going to be about fitness, and it's important when I talk to you about this, that you understand that um, you need to see a doctor first. Everything I'm getting ready to tell you was my path. That doesn't mean it's yours. It's my path. That doesn't mean it's right. It's my path. And I want you to gain from it, but don't interpret anything I say as a law or a rule or anything. Okay, I'm trying to get you healthy because America needs to be way more healthy. The world needs to be way more healthy, but America is out of control. I've lost a lot of friends over the last few years. None of them to COVID, you know, alcoholism, obesity, cancer, you know, all kind of stuff. Uh, But, but but not, not, not COVID, right? And I'm not one of these people who's like, COVID's not real. I know a lot of people that have had their friends and family members pass away due to COVID and that, that it's still happening. You know, people are like, oh, because of the war, COVID's disappeared. No, it has not. I've seen people online mourning their friends who passed away from this disease that's still here, okay? Um, but this is a serious conversation about health. I'm only going to talk about my journey and I'm going to recommend some things to you. And I, 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 I suggest you look into all of it and discuss all of it with your doctor. So the other week I went to go visit a friend of mine, uh, Eric and Jake, and I hadn't seen them in a while. And when I came in to see him, Jake was like, oh my God, you look fantastic right now, which is cool because most men don't say that about other men you know what I mean like they don't give each other props and so it's important I'm just saying that you and your friends give each other props when you see him doing anything or making any kind of progress that's uh, you know good and so I was grateful for hey what's up y'all you know what I'm saying and um, you know uh, Eric started saying yeah man Adisa eats so clean and you know way cleaner than I do and he does all this stuff but like really like you know I don't know. I mean, I probably work out because I feel like I have to because of jujitsu, right? Um, and to do jujitsu, there's just going to be this threshold of functionality that you're going to need just to do it, not even to be good at it. And this is one of the reasons why I love the art and suggest that you, wherever you are in the world, look into a jujitsu school in your area. Usually the first class or a few first few classes are free. You don't have to worry about it. It's no big deal. Um, but try it out. You know what I mean? Um, Because I don't think that I'd be this healthy if it wasn't for jujitsu. And I don't think that I would have even looked into jujitsu if I hadn't converted to Islam. It's weird. But that's a whole different story. That has nothing to do with right now, really. Um, Because I want to talk about right now. So 
people have been asking me recently a lot, like no one believes I'm 52 years old. No one believes I'm teaching jujitsu at 52 years old to young whippersnappers who are uh, uh, violent and very capable of doing damage. And so people wonder how I'm able to, you know, uh, do what I do. So I'm going to share it with you now. Um, during the pandemic, right, a lot of people put on weight. And I knew when the pandemic kicked in that the way that I was going to get over was to start working out because COVID attacked the lungs. So I was like, all right, well, if this thing attacks the lungs, then I'm going to make my lungs strong. I was already training jujitsu uh, as much as I could. Um, but because of the pandemic, things were shut down all over the place. And so uh, I started jogging. Now, jogging was something that my friend T-Cash, um, who has a new record out now, you need to uh, check it out. You know what I'm saying? The pandemic sessions. Check it out. T-Cash with a K. Um, you know, he and I, uh, he came to me many years ago, probably like 10 years ago. So back in the day, like 10 years ago, he had asked me about helping him get fit because I think he was up there like 230, You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll tell you what I do basically. And in those days I had this basic super workout, uh, that I called the Ho Chi Minh trail and the Ho Chi Minh trail, um, was a term that I took from some book. I think it was dead center. It was a book, a sniper's book. I think it was, I think it was dead center, but it might've, it might've been another, it might've been another military book from Vietnam. And you talk about the Ho Chi Minh trail, how horrible it was to walk. So I tried to make a horrible workout that was super hard. And, um, it was five minutes on a jump rope, but T cash can confirm this. I don't know. It was like five minutes on the jump rope, 20 push ups, 30 sit-ups. And was it like 10 pull-ups? Or something like that, right? And then that was one cycle. And you did like three of those and that equaled the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Then we would, you know, like he started jogging. So he would go like to a park and he would say like, I would run the straights and walk the turns, run the straights, walk the turns. And then I'll do so many jumping jacks or da da da, da And we would call it Cloverfield. We would come up with crazy, stupid names for these workouts that we would make for ourselves trying to get fit. And he, over time, lost a lot of weight. Like, I think he lost like 100 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Or close to it, seriously. And he runs marathons all the time. He just ran one. I think the Oakland Marathon just happened. And, um, you know... I hated running, to be fair with you. I hated it, but I knew I couldn't go to jujitsu because the pandemic was everywhere and jujitsu where people are grappling is going to be a great breeding ground for getting and transmitting uh, COVID. So I started running and I hated it. I hated it. Um, but I learned to love it. You know, a stick man from Dead Prez, check him out. He's got... Uh, an album called The Workout 2. You'll check me out on the song called White Belt toward the end. That's me. That's me talking at the end. Um, but like he's been a rapper that's always been about fitness. T-Cash has been a rapper that's always been about fitness. Zumbi from Zion I, rest in peace. Um, always been about fitness. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's been, you know, the, 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 the artists in hip hop that were about fitness have always uh, inspired me. 
um, uh, in some way. And so me and T Cash, you know, for, for years, we looked out for each other on workout tips, weight tips, you know, how to get stronger, whatever, whatever. And so I started jogging, you know, trying to consciously build my lungs. Um, and so that's really where it started. In between that time or slightly before it, my boy Seku had put me up on intermittent fasting, right? So what I do is I normally do not eat uh, every day of the week. Uh, my, my window of eating is from 12 noon to 8 p.m. That's it. 12 noon to 8 p.m. Any other time of the day, I'm drinking only water, tea, or coffee, but I don't really drink coffee, so it's just tea and water. Okay? In my window, I will have three meals, um, but normally two. Um, and over time, because I got used to it, now, uh, even though I can go as late as eight, I usually have one meal at noon and a second meal around five o'clock. And usually that's it. Okay. I have a cheat day. Cheat days are important. I have a sugar addiction plus, um, outside of my sugar addiction, um, you need time to enjoy food on the planet. I just believe that, you know what I mean? Um, everything isn't about trying to be a Shaolin monk. Everything isn't about just like, you know, you know, eritarians. I just sit here and, ah, yeah, I'm all full. Right. Uh, no, no. It's about having halal gummy bears. It's about uh, the Twizzlers, the cherry peel-off ones, and the watermelon ones. It's about root beer and cream soda. It's about all kinds of stuff that you like, right? But just not in excess, okay? If you want to get fit, you've got to acknowledge that whatever you've done up to this point is not working, and the way that you're doing it is how people are dying. That's the reality. If you're not deliberately trying to cut your weight and be conscious about what you're eating, you're gaining weight. You're getting fat. Your arteries are getting filled up with plaque and all kinds of stuff. It's all bad. America, this whole food pyramid thing, it was all a hustle. They've been lying to us for years. They've been lying to us for years. Okay? So... The first thing you got to come to grips with is that breakfast in the morning is a lie. You do not need breakfast. That is a myth. I remember one time I was talking to Riza and uh, I had said something to him. It was early in the morning. I don't know why he was talking so early in the morning. But I told him that I had not eaten yet. And he said something to me to the effect, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like in Shaolin, you have to earn your breakfast. So you get up, you work out, you meditate, you train, you garden, you do whatever, and then you eat. Okay? Breakfast is a lie. Get rid of breakfast. If you like to eat breakfast stuff, eat it at noon. Eat it at noon. Make your window from 12 to 8. Okay? Start with that with Friday as a cheat day. A cheat day. Not a cheat weekend. My, my cheat day is Friday. You make your own cheat day up, okay? You drink coffee, tea, and water with no sugar at all, okay? So this means you're going to diversify your teas. You're going to diversify what else. Like um, in my window, I will add honey to certain teas. Outside of my window, I drink them straight, okay? Now, I'm going to give you another secret. A lot of people talk about green tea. Other people talk about oolong tea. 
I did my own research, found a study that said, right, people were asking, is green tea better than oolong tea for losing weight? And the results were shocking. The results were using, mixing rather, oolong with green tea was better than using either by itself. So I mix oolong and green with lemon juice to lose weight all the time. And it works. It works, okay? Um, once you get used to that, you can do what I do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which is I only drink water, tea, and have one meal a day. Yeah. So I'll eat once, uh, and the rest of the day is water and tea and coffee if I want it, but I normally, like I said, I don't do it. Okay. Now, as far as what you actually eat, that's really up to you. It's better to be smart. It's better to eat healthy. Um, I was living pretty vegan for a while, like 99% vegan. Um, I'm not like that right now, um, but I still don't eat that much meat. If you are a meat eater, that's not a bad thing. I'm not somebody who's like, on a hyper moral kick about uh, being vegan, although I must say that there is some kind of quiet personal joy I do get within myself not eating animals. I'm not gonna say that doesn't exist, it's just not my catalyst for, for not eating meat. Um, but if you're gonna eat meat, here is the vibe. Now I came up with this script years ago when I was doing jujitsu, and basically, if you're gonna eat meat, uh, I was eating meat at the end of the day. So my, my, my first and second meal would be vegetarian. And then I would have, you know, steak or chicken or lamb or whatever at the end of the day with my dinner. Um, I don't go no carb, but I go low carb, right? So if you have like, let's say an eight ounce steak, you need to eat 16 ounces of vegetables, 16 ounces of vegetables, straight up. You need to start turning meat into your side, not making it the main dish, okay? Do not let it be the main dish. This is important, okay? Uh, there's so many things that you can eat now, like meat substitutes and stuff like that, but I struggled with them over time. Right, because I found that either they had the flavor but not the texture, or the texture but not the flavor. Things are getting better every day, and there's all kinds of you know Beyond Meats and other things. Um, when I was in the UK, what was this? They had a fake chicken. Oh my God, it was so good. Right, um, you're also gonna want to like slow down on white rice. You're gonna pull in brown rice. You're gonna need to pull in quinoa. Um, sometimes you can pull in couscous, but a lot of times couscous can be extra buttery. And you need to watch the fat intake and the salt intake on the pre-made couscouses. But you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you got to start uh, taking in quinoa and taking in brown rice and coming in with, you know, with things to replace white rice. I still have white rice once in a while, but not that often. Okay. Um, one of the things that's really helped me. Uh, get healthy, especially uh, since I got back from the UK, is uh, a form of yogic movements called the five Tibetans. 
Um, there's a book called The Five Tibetans. I forget the guy's first name, but the last name is Kilman with one L. Okay, it's a thin book. You can see The Five Tibetans on YouTube, but you need to read that book. It's a very specific kind of understanding, historical, cultural, and the way that you practice it. Okay, you need to you need that book. Okay, shout out to my man uh, Dave over at Half Gracie San Jose Purple Belt Thug and Adam Modesto. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Paul Mendoza. Um, and uh, he put me up on it, right? Like I had heard of the Five Tibetans, but you know, um, the Five Tibetans are amazing, and they have definitely helped my overall health. The five Tibetans specifically. I also do Hatha yoga, right? Which is basic movement and breathing. Just basic movement and breathing, right? And Hatha yoga spots um, and most yoga places are just like um, uh, jujitsu places. They give you, you know, a free few, the first few classes are free or whatever. And you can do that, you know what I mean? And it's all good. So look into that, right? And I recognize I'm throwing a lot at you in a short amount of time. So if you need to play this again or take notes or whatever, it's all good, okay? I'm just trying to give you the basic script for how I'm staying healthy these days. When it comes to cardio, I think it's important that your cardio should vary. When I was doing the best in my cardio, I would do five minutes on a treadmill, five minutes on an elliptical machine, and five minutes on a rower, and then five minutes on a bike, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yep. So that was it, okay? That's going to get you a lot of burn. That's going to get you a lot of um, full body, you know, inhale and exhale activity, and you need it, right? But I don't frown on any form of cardio. Whatever you like is what it should be. I believe you should choose one root form of cardio. Maybe you're going to jump rope. Maybe you're going to jog. Maybe you're going to swim. Maybe you're going to do the row machine. I don't care. Maybe you're just going to walk, and that's fine too. But you have to choose one root form of cardio that you're going to stay consistent with, and then every once in a while do something else just to kind of, you know, shake up your body, shake up your brain, and just have another experience. You may find that you like some of these other ones in time, okay? This is crucial stuff. You've got to get your cardio on. You got to build your lungs up and you got to burn that fat off. Okay. Now, another thing that I'm about, and you've heard me talk about this before, is the importance of, uh, of, of what's, of, of ma managing what's in your gut biome. Your gut biome is the bacteria inside your stomach that breaks stuff down. Right? So, I know some people out there who are super constipated. I know other people who can't eat certain things and they have uh, acid reflux and stuff like that. I know other people who have other uh, digestion issues like they couldn't, they used to be able to eat certain foods and now they can't really digest them, right? And they might be meats or they might be certain vegetables, etc. And I'm telling you right now, it's about your gut biome being out of whack. You need to look into this. Science proves now. That someone can look into the diversity of your gut biome, meaning all this good bacteria that you need in your stomach to, to work, and they can tell how long you're going to live by what's in your gut biome. They can tell you 
uh, or have a sense of the likelihood of Alzheimer's and other things based on the diversity of your gut biome. And to manage it is easier than you think. First thing, get rid of uh, diet sodas. They're killing your gut biome all the time. You're using Prilosec. You're using uh, 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 Pepto-Bismol and stuff like that. Wrecking your gut biome every time. Okay? Stop drinking that stuff. Stop using that stuff immediately. The reason Prilosec and all that stuff works is because they kill everything in your gut biome, get your body to get through the next few hours or whatever, and then you go back and buy, you know, that murder burger with, you know, 20 pounds of animal fries and ask yourself why are you choking stuff up in the middle of the night? Guess what? Chill on the Prilosec and the murder burgers and you'll feel way better. Eat more vegetables and fruits. And you'll feel way better. Start fixing your gut biome and you won't need that stuff. I'm being serious. So what does this mean? This means that you need to understand prebiotics and probiotics. Probiotics is the bacteria itself. Okay? So you're going to get that from yogurt. You're going to get, what else is a probiotic? Uh, Kombucha. This drink, you know, they have different flavored drinks like kombucha. Um, that's a good probiotic. Uh, apple cider vinegar uh, is a good probiotic, right? Um, and then you have prebiotics. Prebiotics are the foods that eat and help grow the probiotics. So that's going to be like asparagus, lemon, walnuts, um, ginger. Um, there's all kinds of prebiotics. Google probiotics and then Google prebiotics. And every time you eat, try to mix one prebiotic with one probiotic. Um, Another probiotics are like pickles, um, sauerkraut, pickled beets, these types of things. You need that stuff in your gut biome. And you need to eat this stuff however you can get it. Like normally I'll buy uh, kosher sauerkraut and I'll just eat like a teaspoon of that a day. Just straight up. And then I'll drink tea with some lemon juice, knowing that the lemon or the ginger that I put in my tea is going to help grow the um, the the probiotics that I've had. Like I might have Greek yogurt, um, you know, early in the day with some honey, like raw honey. I think raw honey is a is a probiotic, right? And these things can really help your gut biome, and you need that not only to process the food, but for your mental health. There's a lot of stuff that they've shown about your gut biome and your mental health. It's really powerful stuff, okay? So, um, you know, these are some of the basic things that I do to stay fit. Now, people often see me, and if if you know my family, like, my dad looks crazy young. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looks crazy young. No one believes he's in his 80s. He's like, hey, what's up? You know, he's wearing Vans and board shorts, chilling. No one thinks, no one thinks that uh, my dad is uh, the age that he is, and no one thinks my mom is the age that she is. So people will often say, oh, you just got good genes. You just got good genes. Look, I can't lie. My parents are great looking people, and uh, I inherited some things. But you know what? Nothing uh, about my genes is what makes me run Mount Aurelius. Nothing about my genes 
is what makes me chill out on the sweets and have my cheat day on Friday, right? My jeans don't do 500 push-ups. My jeans don't jog six miles. My jeans don't do 500 crunches. My jeans don't do pull-ups. I do those. And you too can do these things. Listen to what I'm telling you. When I started doing pull-ups, I couldn't do no pull-ups. I could do three and one set of one and one set of two. Struggling as a grown man, 35 years old, 36 years old. Terrified. Trembling. Trying to pull up. It's okay. If you can only do three pull-ups, that's okay. One, two, or three push-ups, that's okay. Five or six crunches, that's okay. Don't let anybody shame you or don't let like low self-esteem keep you from stepping into your health and knowing that you can take way more control over your health than you have so far. You can absolutely do it. Listen to what I'm telling you. I have helped at least three people lose about 100 pounds each. Straight up. No joke. Not with anything crazy. Little tweaks, little workout things, right? And like I told my homie, first, first person to do it, uh, 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 Raheem, in high school, weighed about 300 pounds. He said he wanted to learn jujitsu. I said, man, look, let's just get you healthy first. He was like, okay. Now he was on certain meds that made him gain weight and he was kind of frustrated with that. Plus he wasn't eating right and stuff like that, okay? I gave him at the end of his junior year a basic workout. It was like the Ho Chi Minh Trail kind of outline with like a few other things and I gave him some dietary stuff to do. And I didn't see him for the summer. I said, look, I can give you this outline, I can give you this list, but I can't do the work for you. You got to do this, and I'll see you at the beginning of the year. Listen to what I'm telling you. So that's like, he started in like late April, May, June, July, August, September, school starts back. I see this dude, I barely recognize. It's Raheem. He's lost about 100 pounds. He looks fantastic. His mood is up. He's super happy. He's super grateful. I love that dude. Still. I'm so happy for him. Right? I said, yo. He's like, man, I just started watching my diet. I started doing the workouts. And I lost the weight. Teachers that had known him all through high school were introducing themselves like, oh, hello. Uh, are you a new student here? He's like, no, it's Raheem. They're like, what? That's how much weight he lost. I've helped several people do that. Okay? Raheem, T Cash, a couple others, for real. All right? You can do this. Not only you can do it, you need to do this. You can do this. Okay? Um,. One of the things that I've been doing the last few years and, and, and you know, uh, uh, deliberately has been um, trying to live like I have cancer or diabetes already. I take a lot of stuff. Like right now I got this uh, tincture 
right? Right here. Who is this? Far West Fungi presents Turkey Tail Tincture. It's a mushroom tincture. If you look at the movie Fantastic Fungi, you should look it up on, uh, what is that, Netflix? Unbelievable. Um, it's about all of the different uses of mushrooms. And turkey tail mushrooms specifically help kill cancer cells in human beings. And they, have, they show you his mom had cancer, stage four, about to be out of there. He gave his mom high dosages of uh, turkey tail tincture, and it cured her. And she's in the movie talking about it. Now, again, check in with your doctor. Again, I'm not exactly sure of how much she was taking or how much he told her to take. But I take uh, turkey tail tincture, and I'm running through cycles of tinctures. And I'm drinking certain teas, like I drink a tea called Red Clover Blossom. It's tasteless. So you can add it to any tea you already have right now. Look up the benefits of Red Clover Blossom. One big benefit of Red Clover Blossom is that it kills cancer cells. Okay? Now, my Achilles and all of this is sugar. I've I've told you about this. Everybody knows I got I got I got I got big sugar issues. Right. But that's why I have this one cheat day. And sometimes I fall off hard. Sometimes I fall off. So you will start and fall off. When I started intermittent fasting, I wasn't good at it at all. OK, but speaking of intermittent fasting, Ramadan is coming up. And if you go online, uh, my friend Marie, shout out to Marie, um, sent me a video by a guy. I think his name is Dr. Berg on YouTube. And he breaks down how in the Middle East, they have some of the lowest cancer rates in the world. And he believes it's because of Ramadan. This is not a pro-Islamic thing. I'm just trying to tell you. He's talking about how the low cancer rates, he believes, are directly related to fasting during the month of Ramadan. So you have to understand the role that periodically fasting does for your body. Okay, I feel like I got to lose about 15 more pounds. Most people say that's crazy. But really, if you saw me, some of my midsection isn't as tight as it should be. And I'm just trying to get the burn going. So that's why I'm doing the one meal a day. They call it OMAD on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. But if you're black, you knew about one meal a day from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad reading How to Eat to Live. Right. There's never been more information on how you can stay healthy ever in the world and right now. And so much of this stuff is on YouTube. However, there's a lot of quacks and weirdos out there. A lot of quacks, a lot of weirdos. So you have to be careful, right? I also want to say um, that it is important for you to do the diet that works for you. Everything I'm telling you about may not work. Every tea I'm telling you about may not work. Turkey tail may not work. You have to go within yourself and figure it out. Okay? Today, I did the one punch man uh, workout. If you've ever seen the, 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 what's that thing called? One Punch Man, it's a cartoon, it's an anime cartoon. Anyway, the secret to his superpowers, he says, is that he does 100 crunches, 100 uh, uh, squats, 
and 100 push-ups, and then he runs 10 kilometers, which is like six miles. I never really run over five, so six is not that big of a deal. I just did it. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was cool, okay? I know this stuff is hard to juggle with your life, with your job, with your family, with whatever, but I'm telling you, uh, there was this thing I saw that said, like, you make time for, the time you don't make for improving your fitness now, you'll spend in the hospital later. Ooh, factology. All right? And let me tell you something else. I don't know if you ever looked up Jim Fix. He was this guy. He was one of the pioneers of running. And he died of a massive heart attack out of nowhere. He was, he was like... Uh, 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 all the smoking lobbyists hated Jim Fix. He's like, stop smoking and start running. And then he had a heart attack anyway. And then they were like, look at Jim Fix. He died anyway. You might as well have a smoke, huh? Right? But here's the deal. Jim Fix was still doing the right thing. You're going to die anyway. You might as well die doing the right thing. You got family members who need you. You got loved ones who care about you. And you got things you need to do with your life. With your time. And we don't know how much time any of us have. So I'm not really trying to be like a superhero. I'm not really trying to be like anything special. All I'm trying to do is stay alive, enjoy my time on this earth, and dip up out of here with some dignity. That's it. That's all she wrote. That is all she wrote. You know? I, I haven't always been fit. Right. Even when I was doing jujitsu, I took a, a knee injury. This dude fell on my leg. Like, I wish I could tell you a cool story, but this dude fell on my leg, totally messed up one of my one of my knees. Then that made the other knee bad because I was favoring the other one. And, you know, I gained a lot of weight, but because I'm tall, people couldn't really see it. But I was up to like 230. I was just tall. 225, 230 right there. I hated my body. I had horrible self-esteem. I felt ugly. I felt unfit. I felt like I was betraying all the jujitsu stuff I had learned. And it was killing me. But after I got out of the hospital uh, in 2018, when I had my little near-death experience thing, um, I really got back into juicing, which is a major part of my health. Now, I know diabetes people can't really rock with the juices, right? But listen to what I'm saying. Unless you have diabetes, you should be looking into juicing. I got into juicing through and because of Helio Gracie and Horian Gracie back in the day, okay? They have books on the Gracie diet. I encourage you to look into it. I don't live by the Gracie diet, but look into it. It's a great way to live. It's a great way to live. Beyond that, I'm drinking tea here. I'm drinking tea here. Um, beyond that, um, you know, look into like, I'll tell you right now, juicing watermelon, juicing papaya. Did you know papaya is one of the few fruits that actually eats fat? It eats fat. And if you take the seeds and you bite into them, yo, what's inside the seeds kills parasites. If you're someone who eats pork, if you're someone who eats sushi, okay, you need to be eating papaya, drinking papaya juice, and slightly eating cracked papaya seeds. When I eat a papaya, I eat everything but the skin, right? I'll slightly like, like kind of bite down on them. They're kind of hot. They're kind of pepperish. And then I just drink the rest of it down. Yo, 
it is important. When I'm really trying to lose weight, papayas are a big part of my diet. But here's the deal. I don't even like papayas. I don't like them at all, especially the big kind of long football ones that, that, that come out of Mexico. Those are gross to me. So I take them. I cut them. I dice them up. I put lemon juice on them. Yo, lemon or lime juice changes everything. The best papayas are these small ones called like the strawberry papayas or the Hawaiian papayas. Those you don't need anything for. Those are just sweet and fantastic, but they're super expensive, like almost six bucks. What? I ain't paying six dollars for that fool. Anyway, but I'll get one of those big other ones. I'll, I'll juice them. I'll cut them up. I'll put lemon juice on them. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite juices is like three apples, one lemon, one thumb-sized piece of ginger. Dude, my body. And apples. Apples are a prebiotic, right? So when they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, and people be like, but apples don't really have all that much nutrients in them. It's more than just the nutrients. It's the prebiotics, right? Another thing is I saw a study that said uh, in Korea, people often drink uh, like a cup of pomegranate juice with two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar to clear the plaque out of the heart. And it, it actually works. Also grapefruits, which I also hate, take plaque out of, your, out of your heart and out of your arteries. Now, I saw something, and I don't know if it was true, but it said if you eat a grapefruit a day for like nine months, you can clear almost all of the plaque out of your arteries. I don't know if that's true, but I know that grapefruits do that. Okay? And I'm going to start drinking grapefruit juice. I hate grapefruits, but I'm going to start drinking grapefruit juice. I'm going to make it at the house. I have pomegranate and cranberry juice that I mix already with uh, apple cider vinegar. And I drink apple cider vinegar all the time. Just two, two tablespoons, you know, sometimes with lunch or dinner or in between. Okay, you've got the ability to do this. There has never been a better time. There has never been a better reason to get fit than right now. You're fully capable of it. I absolutely believe in you. And the only reason I believe in you is because I've seen other people do it. I've had to do it myself. It's about discipline, consistency, and changing the way that not only that you value food, but that you value yourself. You've got to know that you're capable of this. You've got to know that other people are not special. But you've also got to understand that the universe never denies work done. If you do 10 push-ups every day of the week, you're going to get stronger. The universe is not going to betray you. If you jog one lap every day for 21 days, your body is not going to betray you. If you eat in and out less, not cut it all the way off, less. McDonald's, less. Pizza by the pound, less. Donuts every day, less. Even the bagels, turn that down, less. If you do that, your body will reward you. But if you're trying to supersize everything, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Right here I have sitting in front of me before I go, I have this letter that I got from Geronimo Pratt dated 9-29-1991. This was Tupac's godfather. This is the man that gave me my middle name. He was a political prisoner who was framed for a crime he did not commit and he did 25 years. 
You need to read his autobiography and look into his life. He was mentoring me from prison. Here is a letter that he sent me. Um, My good bishop, I wish for you the best in all that you endeavor. Keep up that self-determination and then, and then your kin can hitch a wagon to your star. Your meditations are dictated by that inner force slash spirit within you, which many identify as their personal God or goddess. Listen to it and you will be guided to the direct, to the correct paths of introspection and meditation and self-fulfillment. Ignore this. And you can easily be misguided down the path of self-destruction and such. This holds true with your physical exercises. For your body actually talks to you, telling you how many push-ups to do, how many laps to swim, run, etc. How to eat and not eat, etc. The key is learning how to listen to it, my brother. You will know it when you hear it. You will know it when you hear it. Because I did in time. When I read that, I almost cried. Because he was telling me this stuff when I was like 21, man. And I was just too young to get it. And now I'm looking at him trying to tell me to get into meditation and stuff like that. And I did it so many years later, not even recognizing he was guiding me towards meditation back then. You've got to make this time for yourself. Or you won't have it with your kids. You got to make this time for yourself. Or you won't have it with your husband. You won't have it with your wife. You won't have it with your neighbors. You won't have it. I want the best for you. I'm sharing with you the best that's worked for me. I'm not telling you that you've got to do any of what I said. But you should find your way. Your way into peace and prosperity and health because you deserve it and you're capable of doing it. I hate jogging when I jog. I hate doing push-ups when I do push-ups. I actually hate meditating sometimes when I start, but I love it all when I'm done. I'm happy when I'm done. I feel great when I'm done and I don't do it for anybody else but me I don't do it so the chicks holla I don't do it so my homies feel intimidated when I come in the room I don't do it so people are scared when I walk down the street I do it because I know it's good for me and I feel that goodness sometimes when I'm doing other things like even being on my phone my body's telling me let's go meditate Put the phone down. Let's go meditate. But I trick myself. Oh, oh, I'll miss something online. You ain't missing nothing. If you're worried about missing stuff, you know what you do? Put on your favorite, me your favorite uh, TV show on Netflix or whatever and work out while you watch. Stretch while you watch. Jump rope while you watch. Push-ups and crunches while you watch. Okay? You don't have to pretend to be in SEAL Team 6 out the gate. You don't. 
You're capable of this. This is Bishop Chronicles. I've told you enough. I've given you some resources. I trust you. Do this. Look, for 21, it takes 21 days to create a habit. It takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. You can do this. I believe in you. It's Bishop Chronicles. Peace. Holla at a scholar. Stay strong and know that you can.